Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, co-host of this podcast, the Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, Brooklynite, soon to be mother of one son. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, mama. That's so exciting. <laughs> so powerful. It really is. It's fucking, the, the months are flying by. They're absolutely okay. flying by. I don't feel like that, but I'm glad that you <laughs> feel like that. But wait, how do you feel about people calling you mama? Because that has happened to me a couple times, and it's always, like, so funny to me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I feel like I've actually I've been extremely pro being called mama basically since when I was in baking school very far from being a mama and I had a teacher who called us mamas um, all the way to the class in my baking school. That was so cute. Obviously, it depends on the person. Um, Yeah, but I'm very pro like it's really not like I feel like I will say mama sometimes but it's really not like my vocab term it's not my normal lexicon but I love uh I love for people that it is yeah agreed same 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 like I love I do love when people are calling kids like mamas and papas I think it's really cute (laughs) it is cute uh I don't know (sighs) I feel like yeah I just think it's cute um okay how are we how are you I'm doing great because I got home from work and guess what was waiting at the door? Hmm. Oh, Walmart sample baby box because technically I registered at Walmart even though I have no intention of using that registry or buying anything from it. You got to get the free box though. Yeah. And I've got one from Babylist. I got one from Amazon and now I have a Walmart one. Guess what was inside? Um, Tell me. Tell me. Was there, were there pacifiers? No. (laughs) Let's just do a guess. Let's just do a guess. Okay. Was there a onesie? (laughs) No. <laughs> was there a single diaper? There was a set of three Huggies special delivery diapers. Oh, okay. Set of three. Very nice. Um, was I was stoked it... for that. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Three diapers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's fucking every, every diaper counts. Every yeah. diaper counts. <laughs> um, I can't believe there weren't fucking pacifiers. We're, what, I'm like, what else was the fuck? We're in the sample box. I get. Was there like a weird baby detergent sample? Um, prob- oh, wait. Are you there? Shit. It's yeah. open. <laughs> okay sorry <I'm> <laughs> i like something on my screen accidentally opened pokemon go but there was <laughs> there was not that there were some little samples i don't think there was any detergent but there was guess what mm-hmm. uh multiple, what, what? Oh, okay i'm like okay, should i let you guess more multiple little packs of baby wipes including one that's like water wipes and one that was like huggies like chemical free wipes nice and i was like this is nice little travel packs of wipes i love that no that is super nice i love being able to have a little pack yeah i'm like um, two little packs it's great wow that's perfect yeah and you get to try different stuff so like if you're like oh is my baby rashy because their butt is covered in piss all the time or is it because (laughs) of the wipes reacting to their skin then you can just switch it around nice to try different stuff okay what else is in it then if there weren't fucking pacifiers or onesies so it's just diapers and wipes yeah and then the last big item what was your guess i said butt paste i'm like they're going butt so weird oh (laughs) the last big item was a baby bottle it was dr brown's anti-colic and I'm kind of stoked for that because I've heard good things about that type of bottle, even though I've mm. also heard it's many parts to clean. Mm. But I don't have one already. So now I have three random bottles from like different, you know, that's nice. Boxes. 
Yeah. And I have a nice set of the ones for my registry too. So we can oh, try yeah. different types. Fuck yeah. I feel like it is actually really helpful to have like I enjoyed that about the one baby box that I got was they gave me like a random assortment of bottles just like it's just nice to know that you have that to try it so it's like oh are they not taking the bottle because they're um on hunger strike because they're not having a tit in their face or is it because the bottle's not right did you just get the baby list one um yeah i just got the baby list box let me rank them okay i I was i was i was going to request this nice i okay i'm the amazon and babylist ones kind of blur together for me but i actually think that babylist was the best one because Mm. that had an organic onesie in it that's like a nice beige color like actually kind Mm -hmm. of cute and it had a little hat so cute with elephants yeah so Mm -hmm. cute and it had a coupon where you could go online and like pick out a muslin swaddle blanket and like just pay for shipping and get a free swaddle oh fuck yeah which i did and it was great um and a bunch of other stuff too. So that was the best. Mm-hmm. Which one's the worst? Probably the Walmart one, but I'm still super stoked for it, especially because I feel like I'm cheating the system by not actually using the registry. Yeah, I mean, free shit's free shit. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't, it can't get that bad. No, no, it's all mm-hmm. good. It's exciting. Um, that's great. So, are you just right now? You're high on your supply of free boxes. Um, so you're feeling <laughs> really good, or how? How else are you? Yeah, that's my vibe. I'm feeling good. I feel like I had a good day at work and I'm just kind of tomorrow's Friday. Like that's also good. Hell yeah. Feeling good. How are you feeling? Um, I'm actually feeling pretty good because um work's been really slow. Nice. And so I got off early today and came home and took a nap. And that always is wonderful, especially <laughs> because you know what didn't feel good? Mm. is last sunday my sweet sweet baby girl woke me up at 4 a.m on my first day off sunday is my saturday i normally set my alarm for 4 a.m and this time i just didn't have to instead i had a baby kicking me in the face at 4 a.m <laughs> and just absolutely refusing to go back to sleep so then like i tried to go back to sleep for a while wouldn't go back to sleep sent her to her room with a banana and the lights <laughs> on so she go play with her toys um she woke me up every fucking 20 minutes so that i could not go back to sleep boo Uh, so then i was just up i was supposed to like go to a baby shower that day and i'm just like is she sick what's going on we are not well like this is like Mm. i feel so horrible right now because i also it was the first day of my weekend so i stayed up until like fucking 11 because i was just like oh it's my fucking weekend i can stay up and like do like watch a movie and instead then i got (laughs) effed And then on Wednesday, yesterday, my little angel baby woke up at 2 a.m. Oh, my gosh. I set my alarm for 4 because it is my Monday on Wednesday. (laughs) Um, And she did not go back to sleep. She did not go back to sleep until I think probably like 4.30. And I like had to get up at 4. Like it was just like she was just continuously like rolling in circles, rolling in circles. Like I woke up like Steven is on vacation this week. I woke him up because I'm like, he's going to have to get up today being like, help (laughs) take his baby away from me. And, you know, he tried to like pat her and get her to calm down. She kind of did. And then he set her back in the bed and then she just started rolling in circles again. And just like, (laughs) if she would not have it, like it was not having, it was just like, okay, well now I've woken up Steven and now we're all awake. (laughs) Cause like, I can't fucking go to sleep while she's making this much noise. Even if I'm not personally being trampled on. Yeah um and so i was fucking exhausted yesterday i took an hour and a half long nap and i went to bed mm, i didn't go to bed that early last night i went to bed at like nine 
Um, but today I'm like getting off early, taking my nap. She didn't wake me up at all in the night. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, zero out of ten to being woken up at two when you already are setting your alarm for fucking four. Like that's offensive. That's very offensive. Wait, would you ever go to like your other room where you have like a mattress or something? Does she have something in another room? Yeah, we have a futon. Uh we were you know, it's on the one like firstly, that never really occurs to me because I'm an idiot. No. Um yeah. but secondly, we actually had a friend from London visiting and sleeping on that. Oh couch. yeah, there you go. So well, I could not have done it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because also I'm like I didn't want to send her to because like the thing is we have like this downstairs room and there's like no insulation. It's like the floor is the ceiling. There is no insulation <laughs> in between it. So it is super fucking loud if anybody walks over your head. Yeah. Um and Sylvia obviously if she's playing makes a lot of noise constantly dropping things dragging things across the floor being a little baby elephant. <laughs> um so one I it was two so I was like she should be going back to sleep. I shouldn't be sending her to her room to play. Yeah, yeah. Um but also like I didn't want to do that because he was sleeping downstairs. So I'm like that would be so loud. Little did I know though cuz I asked him I was like I hope I didn't wake you up when I was like at all when she was screaming or when I was like getting ready for work. And I do like I keep it pretty quiet. Yeah. And he was like, actually, I wear earplugs always to sleep. And it oh, was wow. no problem. And I slept great because he's um he has roommates in like a small flat in <laughs> London. Um, and he says that and his room is apparently uh, the wall where his head rests uh, when he's sleeping is also the wall that is next to the toilet. Um, so he just wears earplugs when he, at night uh, to go to sleep. <laughs> And it works great. And I'm like, what a fucking problem solver. Well done, sir. That's awesome. Yeah. I was very charmed by that. 10 out of 10 to someone just fucking taking care of themselves and getting earplugs. 0 out of 10 to Sylvia's ability to sleep this last week. 10 out of 10 to getting off work early and napping. That is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when I'm not tired, if I get off work early, I get in bed and try to sleep. Like, and even sometimes I don't, and I just lie there with my eyes closed for 30 minutes. But I'm like, I needed that. That's my self care now. I like that. I do like to lie down after. I, let me tell you this. I mm-hmm. used to like to come home from work and lie down. <laughs> and now that my body can't handle lying down because of acid reflux, yeah. I don't do that. But when I did, it was nice. But now you have your beautiful glider. And I and it's perfect. It's perfect. I love the that's, glider. That's so good. I'm so glad that that worked out for you. Because it is like, yeah, having a comfy place to sit upright is so important. Because you With are. With the legs you up. You can't be horizontal. You know, yeah, that's, the legs that's perfect. Up. That is great. And you know what? Guess what a solution I have made for myself at work. Hmm. Is I tucked another chair on the other side of my desk so that whenever I'm sitting at my desk, I get my feet up. I take my shoes off because I wear mm. freaking clogs, you know, the Burks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put my feet up. And guess yes. what? I've had so much less foot pain since I started doing this a few days ago. Dude, hell yeah. So I'm like, wait, this is this has been the solution all along. Pregnancy hacks up in here. Pregnancy yeah. hack corner. That's a pregnancy Put your hack. fucking feet up. You know what just made me think of? random thought mm-hmm. random connection but i was thinking about the organic baby onesie from the mm-hmm. baby box and it made me think of how i love that this character on res dogs mm-hmm. says the word organic do you know what i'm talking about organic i it's love organic. that <laughs> also i have multiple things to say about that first of all that's hilarious and i love that he says yes that. i say that all the time now <laughs> it's so good that man 
has been in my dreams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's because he's also the star of um Dark Winds, which I just watched the whole like last right. season of. We were talking about how we should watch that. It's good. It's good. It's not as good as Res Dogs, and it's obviously very yeah. different. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, so I had a non-sex dream about that man. Oh, disappointing that it was not yeah. sex. What was I it? mean, he's not that sexy. He's no. like he's an older guy. Yeah, but it's just funny when it is a sex yeah. dream. Yeah. I've had plenty of sex dreams about unattractive people I know. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that actually. Oh, uh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> anyway. Um But no, I don't even remember the details. This was like two weeks ago. But yeah. It was like I was getting getting off a bus. I don't know. He was there. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. there. He's a great character. What's his character's name in the show? Is it it's big? A big, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I love his character. Um and I love that show. Are you done with reservation dogs yet? Not done. We're in like midway through the third season. We finished okay. the second season. I, so good. I can't wait till you're totally done and then we'll do a full we can do full res dogs reveal on the on the show. But I feel like there were some standout episodes for me in season two that were just like so good. Like I like I was telling you, I love this the episode where Cheese is at the group home. So yeah. good. And I love yeah. the episode where they're all like all the kids are like trying to get their Sonic gift cards at the like center. And so they have to like participate in this like um, oh, presentation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was really good. So good. So good. I loved all of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we got to save the full reviews. We got to do full okay. Res Dogs review. We don't have to do just season three. We can do all, all seasons, all, all, all over. Perfect. Um, speaking of Res Dogs, um, it was Indigenous Peoples Day recently. Um, and yeah. so Stephen and I last Saturday went to the Berkeley Pow Wow, um, which is at like the Civic Center Park in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Monday, we went to the Indigenous Peoples Day celebration at the Yerba Buena Gardens in San Francisco. There was going to be a sunrise ceremony at Alcatraz on Indigenous Peoples Day. And I had this brief fantasy of like, oh, my God, we should go. And then I'm like, sunrise ceremony. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, maybe if I weren't, if it, if I were a solo single individual at this point or just a more committed indigenous person perhaps i could make it to go do this thing but i'm just like i just can't do that in my life right now no um but anyways they had a nice noon o'clock little celebration happening and that sounded uh much better um so the berkeley powwow i'm gonna rate rate both events berkeley powwow um great i would say on the smaller side it's not that big of a park um, but they had everything they had everything you need you know they had people selling t-shirts they had people selling jewelry they had people selling fry bread um, they had great dancing um, Sylvia absolutely loved it um, it was on grass that is a big thing for me and it was a fucking hot ass day actually I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 for the weather which is out of the organizer's control it was an absurd we had an absurd series of 90 degree days um, but overall that was absolutely lovely um love to see all the dancers very fun yeah um but on that day steven was like i really don't actually want to eat fry bread tacos um because Mm -hmm. i will be so full it's and don't want fried food right now so we walked and got some uh, i wish i i don't remember what it's called i feel like it had the word cluck in it (laughs) but it was a fucking another like count on guy place another chicken and thai chicken and rice place like the place we went to in portland 
and it was also really fucking good. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. The food, ten out of ten, so fucking good. The atmosphere, extremely fast casual. And even though we <laughs> sat there, we were served it in a plastic tray, like a plastic to go tray, just mm-hmm. without the lid on. And I'm just like, can you just invest in like some cheap plates, please? Yeah. Um, but whatever. <laughs> that was hella good. So we got that and I was like, okay, I won't get a fry bread taco today because I'm going to Indigenous People's Day celebration in two days and I will get one then because that mm-hmm. sounds fucking good and I want that, but I would rather go eat with Steven right now. And the food is hella good. So then on Monday we go and we take the ferry, a delight always to take the ferry to San Francisco. We walk, we go with some friends, we go to the celebration and I didn't really know what there wasn't a ton of information about what would be there but i had thought that i read that there would be food there was no fucking food there was zero food and like it was in an area of san francisco like there's a ton of food places around but i'm like but none of it is fry bread tacos so zero out of ten to the food situation that was honestly offensive um, to me to my ancestors why the fuck weren't wasn't there any food there of any kind um but there were like very fun um dance demonstrations it was all like demonstrations where they're sort of like this is what powwow dancing looks like this is what a fancy dance looks like um but that was still fun and sylvia loved it brought in the aztec dancers sylvia really liked that because you know they have they wear like these great um like rattle anklet kind of things i don't know i'm using like all wrong words but it's so great and they have huge headdresses on looking fucking awesome there was a guy it was a really good I feel like normally when I see Aztec dancers they're like it's a little more like they're dressed more similarly and this was a real like eclectic group of people dancing which I loved including a guy who was not wearing a shirt but was wearing just a leather harness as a shirt and I was like not so traditional fun. and I'm here for that yes. very San Francisco <laughs> yeah and um, New York we got we got a lot of that I mean they're everywhere they're everywhere <laughs> Um, but, uh, that was, but it was still cute in the, but the fucking, the thing that I thought was the coolest was they had these guys from Veracruz come, um, and they play this like little flute and do this drum. And then apparently they're called, so they do this thing where they're called like voladores, which means like flyers, like people that fly. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've never seen this before. I'd never heard of this before. I had to look it up later and they weren't able to do it at the demonstration because they couldn't get the insurance didn't work out, but basically they set up like a pole and then one guy that like turns and one guy stands at the top on the turning pole and plays the flute and bangs on the drum and like three or four guys tie their feet to ropes attached from the pole and they literally spin in a circle upside down on this pole. Um, it's fucking looked so cool. But anyways, they referenced that they couldn't do the insurance for that. So they did this other thing where they set up basically like a, like, it's like they set up a thing. So it's spin. there's like, I'm like, it's like two pieces of wood crossed. So you have like an X shape. Um, and each like side of the X is like tall enough where like a man can grab it. And basically they have little handles and like footholds. And so then Mm -hmm. four, like one guy stands on the ground and plays his flute and plays his drum. And the other four guys like climb up on the thing. And then it like spins them upside down. It looks so fun. And they just use their own like body momentum to just fucking spin this thing in circles. And I'm just like, this is amazing. And I'm obsessed with it. And I love it. That's great. I do love that. So that was a 10 out of 10. Um, I'm saying 7 out of 10 because I hated having to fucking leave and go get fucking food somewhere else when I wanted to be eating fry bread tacos. That was like a huge disappointment. 
True. Wait, I have two questions for you. Number one, could you hear mm-hmm. the music from that car that was absolutely blasting? I couldn't. I couldn't. But okay, I was perfect. so entranced by the sound of my own voice. I perfect. It. <laughs> no, hopefully that was just not, not <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, my second thing was I was chuckling at the idea of you reviewing a, ra- a restaurant we don't know the name of, but Cluck is in the title. <laughs> giving it a 9 out of 10. I'm you like, what? what a useful review. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, though, like how many restaurants? And look, Thai, yeah. Thai food, chicken and rice. Look it up. I 100% bet you could get there from my description. What city? I don't even know what city. It was Berkeley. It was in Berkeley. Oh, okay, Berkeley, Berkeley. Okay. Yeah, near near Civic Center Park. You can find it. Fucking find yeah, it. They'll find it. They'll find it. Yeah. Got some Thai iced tea. I fucking love Thai iced tea. I don't. I don't love coconut oh. milk that much. There's not even. Wait, you don't. What? Isn't it coconut milk? No. What do you like? It's, it's like sweetened condensed milk. Whatever. It's too sweet. It's too I've had sweet it with coconut. I think you can do it with coconut milk. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, do you, what? I mean, no, you fucking drink Starbucks, dude. What are you talking about <laughs> too sweet as a drink? It's like, that doesn't, this doesn't know. track. This doesn't track. Maybe I should try it again. It's been a while. because I need just to try it again. I mean, if you like sweetened iced tea and you like dairy products, then I feel like there's nothing not to like about it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair that's, enough. Um, that's my assessment. Um, but do, do as you will, do as you will. I will do as I will. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I have two movie reviews. Should we go to the movie corner? Yeah. Take me to Hollywood, baby. Yeah. (laughs) What's what's a song? No, I know. (laughs) I was like, I literally, I feel like there's gotta be a lot, but I literally can't think of anything. I watched the movie Fair Play, which I know I already posted on our freaking Insta because I was so mm-hmm. absolutely shook by it. Fair Play, I think it's on Netflix. Don't mm-hmm. watch it. Uh oh. So traumatized. Not traumatizing. That's an exaggeration. I did not enjoy it. I found it really, really stressful to watch and like really scary. It, which was interesting because we've been watching a lot of scary movies because we're like, ooh, October, spooky. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between like, oh, I'm watching a scary movie and like maybe there's ghosts and maybe there's like killers and versus like this movie was scary because it's like this man is scary, slightly abusive. And like, what's he going to do next? How is this going to get worse? Kind of scary. And mm. it's just like, so this is, is this like a domestic violence movie? It's a domestic. It's basically like the premise is. These two, this couple, they work together in fucking mm-hmm. finance, which is like a foreign world to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, right, I hope you both die in this film already. Exactly. <laughs> and guess who gets promoted? The woman. The man. Oh. The woman. And wow. guess who's really pissed? The, the man. man. A and classic that's sort of. <laughs> the rest of the film is him just being really spiteful and horrible. <laughs> and it's like, awesome. This is very close to like, the real world we live like seems very realistic i'm sure is mm-hmm. happening literally every day mm-hmm. and really scary yeah um sounds not fun to watch no no All right, and well. for mm-hmm. anyone who's seen it we could discuss the ending i don't want to spoil it i guess but the ending was not satisfying to me um so let me know if you've watched it and you want to discuss the ending. does he go to jail no all right, I just thought I'd check. Um, <laughs> what's your number rating? I give that movie literally a five out of mm. ten. 
mm, no good. Yeah, it's not like badly done. Like it's not poorly acted or anything. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. And yeah. it's like it's it's built as like a sexy thriller, like erotic thriller. And it's like there's maybe two sex scenes, and it doesn't take away like it. It doesn't make it less scary. <laughs> you were not horny during this no. movie. <laughs> the opposite, whatever. The it's like the horny, horny version is. of this movie is where he just becomes a dom, and like that's how he deals with feeling belittled in the workplace. Is like or the opposite, the bedroom. Or she's yeah. the dom. Yeah, something yeah. sexual. <laughs> like, right, like, fun. That's, that's the fun movie that we didn't get to see. Yeah, no. All right. I mean, honestly, Hollywood writers should call us for some great recommendations of how to make their movies better. Call um, us. That's right. The main lady, <laughs> though, beautiful. Beautiful lady. I'll, I'll give it that. I'll give it that. <laughs> All right. 10 out of 10 to a beautiful lady. <laughs> she kept having these, the like, these, like, classy corporate, like, business suits with, like, a really nicely done, like, ponytail. And I was just like, this is, this is nice. It's a good look. <laughs> it's a good look. Anyway, uh, that is wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> the next night of our weekend, we watched mm-hmm. Totally Killer, a movie on, okay. I want to say Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like a fun slasher film. Like, we're Okay, because I was like, I, I don't know anything about this at all. <laughs> I'm going to have to really yeah. sweat in. I mean, it's exactly that. It's like time travel, slasher. We're going back to the 80s. That's oh. like all you need to know. Dude. Uh, let's we don't need to go back to the 80s anymore we've been taken back to the 80s a lot lately <laughs> we have and i also found the time travel i mean i was like a little distracted by my phone maybe towards the end because it wasn't that great of a movie <laughs> but mm. i was also a little confused about the situation of the movie and how, how it was being resolved mm-hmm. um so i don't love when a movie just confuses me <laughs> you know you gotta... <laughs> when it's just supposed to be a fun movie yeah, I know. I was. I have a friend who brought up the show Dark to me recently. Oh, I started that. Oh, really? I watched like the first episode, maybe the first two. Are you going to keep watching it? No, I gave up. This was like six months ago. Oh. A year ago. Maybe a year. Um, okay, I'm crushed. Um, whatever. <laughs> um, Are you watching it? I have watched all of it. I watched all what? of it like a million years ago. The German thing? Yes. Wait, tell me. Okay, well, we need a full review of that then. Okay, well, there's a lot, there's a lot of twisty time stuff in that too, and yeah. at a certain point, is it like because basically, like we watched, I think the first and second season, I think we're maybe both out when Stephen and I went to watch it, and then we waited for the third season to come out and watched it, but there was a gap. The third between, season, like, you've the seen second. three seasons of this, and you've yeah. never mentioned it to me. I watched because I watched it like two <laughs> years ago. Like I watched it before okay. we even started this podcast. Okay, I'm hurt personally. <laughs> I probably did mention it to you like two or three yeah. years ago, and I was like sci-fi foreign movie, like a show. And I was like, like oh, no, not thank interested. you. Yeah. Um, okay, but go but on, anyways, go on, there was like a big gap in between like the of us watching the second and third season, and I just was like, I have no like, I'm like, I recognize this character, I don't remember what timeline they're from, and I don't know what's happening, and it was so confusing. I was like. I feel like I like and I was talking to Steven about the show recently and I'm like are they gonna make more of the show and he was like no dude they like wrapped it up and I'm like did they I like don't remember at all how it ended that is how I felt about the first two episodes I was like I actually have no idea what's going on yeah and you won't for a while and then you'll kind of figure out what's going on and then it will get confusing again 
Um, but it is good. It's like very, I, I mean, I thought it was really fun. I thought it was a fun thing. I thought they did fun scary. stuff. Scary. Scary. It is. It's a little, it's a little bit scary, but not, it's not like scary. I mean, it's, I watched it. It's not that scary. You know, I feel like that's the, that's the measure. <laughs> Wait, speaking of scary, have I reviewed the fact that freaking American Horror Story, the current season, Delicate, is about mm-hmm. fucking IVF? I don't know if you've talked about it on the pod. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> Maybe one, two or two listeners. Um, <laughs> definitely watch this. I found it super interesting. I mean, related to my interests because I've been traumatized by infertility and IVF. And it's all about that. Mm-hmm. It's all about that. And it's super relatable. It wasn't just like extremely deeply triggering. You found it like cathartic. I found it cathartic because it's like IVF just like interests me because I've like, you know what I mean? Because I've like gone through it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about this and hear about this. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. So that and then it's like giving a fun characterization to like the horrible feelings that I was feeling when I was going through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So like it's like, oh, I just remember like, oh, yeah, I had a horrible time with it. I felt so shitty. And then in the in the show, it's like she's imagining like a demon woman like coming and taking her medicine out of the fridge and leaving it on the counter so that it's like doesn't work anymore and I'm like this is mm. exactly this is exactly what it felt like that is um that's great that's powerful I'm glad you uh glad you found your catharsis in that I won't be watching it um <laughs> but what would you okay wait rate your slasher movie rate the American Horror Story. Totally Rate killer. The first two episodes of Dark. Totally killer. I'm giving a six out of ten. First two episodes of Dark. I literally <laughs> cannot. I'm giving that a four. <laughs> and um, uh, American Horror Story Delicate because of because it's so relevant to my interests. I'm giving it an eight out of ten. But definitely, if you're gonna be triggered by yeah. things related to pregnancy, I would not watch. But Mm-mm. give it some space. Yeah, watch it from a safe place. Yeah. All right, good to know. Good to know. Dude, we actually, Steven and I watched a movie recently, which we never do. What do you watch? Um, we watched Asteroid City, a Wes Anderson oh, film. Oh, was that good? Um, Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a Wes Anderson film. Wait, is that the um, one from like last year or something? Or it's like mm, older? I think so. I want to say it's from last year. Uh, well, I never saw it. I never saw it. Yeah, and it's like you know, here's a preco- that it's about precocious children and Jason Schwartzman and we love him. people who with emotional problems and <laughs> lots of beautiful square shots. And, <laughs> but it's just like it's it's fun and it's a little it's it's a little weird in the plot in a way that I really enjoyed that I don't feel like is necessarily true. At least in his other movies that I've seen, I haven't seen. I feel like. I feel like there's a couple of his movies that I've missed recently because I used to really be into Wes Anderson. Same. Didn't we um, all? Didn't we all? I know. I was like, as if you couldn't guess from knowing me. <laughs> um, but, and I feel like I've sort of, yeah, I haven't kept up with his movies since um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Which was so good. Um, uh, yeah, I loved that. I know. I kind of want to rewatch it. So I'm like, I uh, would like to revisit that. I, so I've, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, so this was like, it was very fun. I enjoyed watching it. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Um, nice. Fucking Tom Hanks is in it. Uh, because like, you know, Bill Murray was in like all of it, like a bunch of his movies as like kind of an old grumpy man. And yeah. Instead, it's Tom Hanks hmm. um, in this one. And he like does a great job. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. I think it's worth watching. It's like, uh, it's fun. It's interesting, and I feel like it's um, 
trying to say something about the pandemic and I'm not sure what it is. Oh, interesting. Okay. That wasn't Steven's immediate reaction to it. Uh, or I think my friend's immediate reaction who I talked to about it. So it's not like a heavy handed, like this is obviously this kind of movie, but I'd be interested if people have seen it um, to tell me if they thought about that or not, but I'd give it like a, I don't know, eight or nine. I wasn't, it wasn't like my favorite of his movies I've ever seen, but it was extremely delightful. And I only started to fall asleep a little bit towards the end, which is just what happens when it's <laughs> past nine o'clock and I'm watching something. I don't know that it was the movie's fault. Yeah, fair enough. It definitely had the funny moment while watching it of like Jason Schwartzman is on screen, but he's got like full facial hair, which I feel like I'm not used hmm. to seeing him with. And like, just like a different haircut. I was, and I didn't recognize him. And then he's like talking and I'm just like, who is this guy that just like, it's like, it's so funny that Wes Anderson put someone that's exactly like Jason Schwartzman or like <laughs> someone that's like doing a Jason Schwartzman impression in this movie, but that like, isn't him. And it took me like five minutes of watching it being like, no, this is him. This is this actor <laughs> that I just like, like, why did I, why did my brain first think that like, this must be someone doing an impression of this other actor (laughs) wait i also adrian put on another um wes anderson film recently but it was a shorter movie i don't know if it's a movie whatever but it's called like the life of nathaniel something something like that's kind of the the vibe of the title is it the one that's like on netflix right now? yeah i saw that pop up i was like oh i didn't know you made another movie and And i and again this is a thing where i like watched the trailer and i was like who's this doing a wes anderson impression and then like a film by wes anderson yeah exactly oh there it is i was literally playing zelda next to adrian because i was like i'm not really interested in this (laughs) Hmm. and it was a lot for me it was like it was like someone kind of mocking wes anderson but it was just it was him yeah yeah. yeah well okay and that's kind of what I felt like and I think one of the reasons I've maybe fallen a little bit like I've followed him a little bit less part of it is maybe my taste changing it and part of it I'm like I feel like he's found his groove so hard yeah now yeah that it's almost a self-parody and yeah. I'm like I don't like it's too it's too twee it's like it's too yeah. perfect like I'm like it doesn't need this is actually a little bit much like it's taking me out of what I'm watching yeah, because it's just so much that thing. Um, do you have a number rating for it? No, because I really wasn't following the plot or anything, so I can't <laughs> fairly <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of you playing games, mm. your girlfriend just finally picked up a video game, and it wasn't Zelda. How disappointing! And it wasn't Zelda, even though I do have a Switch that we still have not put any games on. But I started playing Baldur's Gate three. I played it for like not very long. It was the greatest time of my life. It's already changing my life. Can I'm you start so excited to play at it. three? You can start what? at three. You can start at Baldur's Gate three. Like you don't have to start at one. Have you played a video game before? Like you can <laughs> you never have to start at the first game of the series. Um Yeah, but I did I played Baldur's Gate one and two when I was a kid. Those came out in like the nineties. They're what? like super early RPG games. Never heard and of my this. family had them. Oh my god, dude. This is like critical this is critical Fran lore, <laughs> Fran backstory. Um, is my parents for some reason also wanted to play Baldur's Gate one and two? Um, I think I don't know if both of them played it. I think they played it a little bit. Um, but we had Baldur's Gate one um for our Mac computer in the fucking nineties, and my sister and I would play it 
early 2000s maybe and then we got Baldur Gate 2 and we played that too I never beat either game they're extremely fucking hard it's very based on like D&D rules and like like it's just like it's like this old school style of video game and like old school D&D where it would be like if uh, one of the characters in your party is like fantasy RPG um one of the characters in your party died you would have to carry their body and all of their gear, but then like you have a weight limit on how much you can carry. So you'd have to get rid, like you'd have to dump a lot of stuff to carry their body to like this, unless you're really high level and have a cleric, but that means you have to play for so long, but otherwise you have to like go carry their body to a temple and then pay like so much gold for them to be revivified. And then they're revivified with like one HP and then you have to heal them. And it's just like, there's nowhere to sleep, but it costs all this money. It's impossible. Like basically like if you die, you're just fucked. <laughs> um it's very it was very hard it was very, and like also it's like you can just go anywhere in the map and it would be like sometimes you would end up in an area where you couldn't leave from but all the monsters were way higher level than you and so you just die and hope you have a save you saved recently anyways Baldur gate 3 just came out so like decades later these these two games that were critical in my childhood i spent i was just talking to someone about how one of my fondest childhood memories is pl- having a summer with my sister playing Baldur's gate just all mm. summer is all we did as kids um Baldur's gate 3 came out it's getting insane reviews like everybody loves this game and everybody is like this is the closest like playing this is like playing D as a video game like it's like mm. a real like the closest you can get to playing D, but in a video game <sighs> Um, and from my very brief, like I spent most of the time creating my character. Um, and I, so I just played like a little bit of the intro, but I'm just like, this is that. And I'm obsessed with it and I'm so excited. And my goal is to try and play it for like one hour once a week. Cause I feel like I might be able to actually do that in my life. Um, so, so nice. far 10 out of 10 for me, I'm so fucking excited to be playing it. I'm so glad. That's awesome. I have a quick question. Well, you yeah. never played, I mean, you've only played D&D a little bit. You've never really yeah. played RPGs. But this is something I found really interesting, is that Steven was deeply shocked that when I'm creating my character, I'm like, oh, there's an option to be a race where I was going to be tiefling. I'm like, there's an option to be a race that I, where you have horns and a tail. Obviously, I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> oh, I have an option. Now I'm going to do my appearance. I have an option to have purple skin. Yes, obviously, I'm going to have purple skin. <laughs> oh, there's an option to have freckles. Sure, freckles. There's an option to have, I can't, I keep not remembering what the word is, but where you like lose pigment in parts of your skin. So your skin is like patchy with white. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. No, no. Alopecia is where you have no hair. Oh, fuck. It's like called like (laughs) vitilio. Yeah. I keep confusing it with the word vertigo. So I like cannot remember it. Whatever. So I obviously (laughs) need that too. And then it's like, oh, there's an option to have a scar. Of course I'm going to have a big facial scar. Oh, there's an option to have tattoos. Yes, I'm going to have facial tattoos. No, this is not my vibe. What are you doing? And I'm just like, this is cool. This is what looks cool. And he's like, you're making a weird character. I'm like, I'm making the coolest character ever. It's you you in middle school with like your fairy wings and like your striped rainbow socks (laughs) and like just doing everything. I want it all. I want to have it all. And having a big facial scar. (laughs) I wish. That is not my vibe though. I feel like when, you know, the couple times we've played role playing games together, Mm -hmm. it's like my vibe is like, I want to create a character that's as close to me, but also idealized and like very beautiful. Mm, mm. You want to get... <laughs> I love that I love that for you yeah I know I was talking to my friends so I have a couple friends that are like where I guess like 
it's I feel like if I was like choosing like as far as like alignment like I'm playing like a, I have a really hard time playing evil characters I've tried to do that a couple mm. times in my D&D campaigns yeah and it's really challenging for me um so like I feel like personality wise they need to be a lot they need to be more similar to me I have a hard time playing outside of that but I also am just like I want to be like I'm a very petite lady and I want to be a giant giant woman with a huge battle axe like that's my ideal nice. character to be playing but see i would never want to play a man you know oh no i'm playing that's a man in far. my current D campaign and that's actually going fine but this is like the first time i was like i should probably do that because nice. i've only played a uh, lady character so far nice. um, but i just find it really interesting like i have another i have a friend um who's a who's a giant man who plays D&D with me, and he will often be, like, a wizard. Like, he's very, like, intellectual characters, and he's often playing, like, gnomes or halflings. And I just really like that I'm always, like, I'm going to be a giant barbarian with the huge weapons, and he's, like, I'm going to be a tiny creature who's, like, very smart and intellectual and hangs back because it is just sort of, like, we're just playing our um our inner fantasies that, like, our bodies are not letting us be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. I think it's interesting. I want to I want to know this is the poll that I need to happen that I would love for anyone to respond to is like I want to know if people are trying to do idealized versions of themselves, which I think a lot of people do or if people are doing like the fantasy like what like like what is somebody's power fantasy? Is their power fantasy being super smart or is it being super strong? Are you doing something that's like you're fulfilling the thing you don't get to be in your real world? Or, like, is it more of just, like, a variation on you? I want a big psychological study on this. Hmm. I want to know what it means. Yeah, I want, I want to be analyzed for wanting to be so beautiful. <laughs> for my characters. <laughs> That's my no power. No one can tell where it comes from. You, Emma, you already have that power. You already have that power. Thank you, Franny. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, it's like, let's throw out. We need a fucking throw out Myers-Briggs. We need to throw yeah. out all of that bullshit and we need to put a D&D class race and like that's what needs to be how we organize personality types. Yeah. Yeah. Someone get to work on that immediately. Someone get on that. Yeah. Alright, dude. If uh, Do you have a final quick review or should we cut it here because I have to go pick up my baby from daycare a We can bit. cut it here. Definitely get that baby and get that baby i love her i love her and i love you she's really great even when she's waking me up so so early but she's a perfect little chub she is she's i'm like has she done any particularly good antics i mean mostly it was just like at both the berkeley powwow and indigenous people's day in san francisco she just like wanted to dance to the drum the whole time and it was so (gasps) cute that's really cute I know. I should put her in little baby powwow dancing classes. I'm like, yeah. I would have to fucking drive to like Oakland or San Francisco, though. I'm like, it's not going to happen mm. right now. Yeah, that's fair. Perhaps someday, someday. All right. Well, you're a perfect 10. You, you are. are my ideal beauty. <laughs> um, and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. You too. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye.